At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, save on select steel battery tools. Right now, save $50 on the FSA 57 battery trimmer set. Real steel. Find yours at steeldealers.com. With AK-10 battery and AL-101 charger, offer valid for limited time only while supplies last. See participating dealer for details. This Father's Day, the Home Depot has the perfect gift to help Dad be everything he can be. Because your dad is more than just a dad. He's the groundskeeper of the yard, the perfecter of the patio, and the cleaner of the clippings. This Father's Day, power Dad's doing with the convenience and gas-like power of Milwaukee cordless outdoor tools from the Home Depot. Plus, get up to $150 off select Milwaukee tools. Find the perfect Father's Day gift at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Shop for Father's Day now in stores or online at homedepot.com. It's Thursday again, tell everybody to lock in, grab some popcorn, a drink, and go and throw your AirPods in. It's the one-hour show, constantly speaking facts. Bulletproof stats are always shooting from Matt. And when it comes to Kyle, you getting numbers and style. Jake is going to educate you, he has that knowledge on file. Players, step your game up, don't be sluggish or lazy. Or Jimmy J might hit you with a shaky baby. Catch him on YouTube or any podcast platform. Breaking all the news down like Shaq does the backboards. No hot takes, this is where the hottest debate's at. Now kick your feet up, cause it's time for straight facts. What's going on, y'all? Welcome back to Straight Facts, a sports show that educates and entertains, brought to you by the Up All and Game Presents Networks. The full squad from the home offices, that's Okato. I'm James Jackson. That's Jake Galley, Kyle Sirik, and Stat Matt Robinson. If you wait till you guys hear what Stat Matt sounds like. It sounds like he's talking <laughs> with like like just just no airspace going through his nose at all. Stat Matt, get get the listeners at home just a little sound check real quick. What's going on? Uh, it's been it's it's it is what it is. There was a time last <laughs> year, I like my allergies were so bad I couldn't speak for like a week. So yeah, and we we this had a nice nothing. little we had a nice little allergies talk right before we came yeah. on here. Um, because Kyle is still more evolved than the rest of us all had over here. Allergies haven't hit him yet, but Jake and I we haven't had allergies put what our whole lives and now the last couple of years they've been. I call him doing the Ali shuffle. Like these allergies are really taking me to the center of the ring, like sporadically random days and, and have at it. Jake, you said you're the same way. I am the same way. It, it's like I mistook, mistook it for a sickness. I was like coughing at night and then I'm like, it's probably post nasal drip. I can't really breathe out of my nose much. You know, I'm thinking that I'm just congested. Uh, mm-hmm. So it's either I had COVID or I just have allergies, and I think it's the allergies because uh, no fever. So, yeah, but I'm doing well. I'm in high spirits. There you go. And Kyle's just sitting back there. Can't relate. I got, <laughs> I got nothing to add. I got no allergies. Mm-hmm. I guess I'm the just story, blessed. 
the storm is coming. The circle is closing, and the storm is coming. At some maybe <laughs> at some point, at some point, it's gonna hit you. It's gonna hit you. But let's get on to sports. What we do best because we got to talk about the NBA playoffs. Um, that are in full swing. The conference finals are here. We've already had one game from the Eastern Conference Conference Finals today on Wednesday. And we await game one of the Western Conference Finals. Puts us in a, in a weird spot as we record. So we'll keep it broad and try to hit these conference finals as a whole. Um, just in, in a broad spectrum. But for the first one, we're going to start in the Western Conference with the Mavs and the Warriors. And I want to frame this whole conversation after we get into the weeds of it. For this is... I think it's going to be how do the Mavs win this series? Because the Mavs are continuing to be the underdog. They're, they're, they were the underdog last series, and I don't think everyone's kind of picking the Warriors here. But they have a very good shot and a very good team. So, like, how how do the Mavericks get this done and, you know, basically upset Steph Curry and the Warriors, who right now are starting to remind themselves how lethal they are in the playoffs? Uh, and here's the only thing that gives me pause before saying – what I'm about to say is the fact that it is the playoffs and things change drastically once we get there. Mm-hmm. Dallas is going to whoop Golden State. Dallas is going to whoop Golden State. I, Crazy. I, it is insane for me to think. But when I start to dig a little deeper into those games, uh, we always talk about you know watching the games. I didn't go back and watch them, but I did dig through all the box scores. And if that's good enough for the MVP, it has to be good enough for this discussion. And... Dallas took three out of four games uh, with uh, this year against Golden State with Luka having a 40% usage rate. Half of those games were with the old uh, lineup. Half of them are with the new lineup, like with mm. and without KP. So point being, like, if you can be beaten by Luka just going supernova, like if you do have uh, uh, a weakness for that, which they foul a lot, especially against Dallas, they click up in the personal fouls and free throw attempts against then Luca can kind of just single like what we talked about last time. Oh, Luca can't. I was saying I was literally sitting sitting here looking into the camera saying, "Oh, Luca can't beat anyone shooting forty percent or forty uh, percent usage." Apparently, he might be able to. Uh, mm. I, I don't know. I just get the I just get the feeling it's Dallas here. I'm, I'm a smash. How? What do you mean by smash? Like they pull off the upset, or like they dominate like in five games? Like I don't games. see. I don't. Six I don't games. see a world where they they whoop. Golden I see four two. Neither do I. And the thing is, like, you have to remember. Um, you said the Mavs are what three and one on the Warriors in the regular season. Mm-hmm. You have to remember the we didn't really see a full strength Warriors until mm-hmm. round one of the NBA mm-hmm. playoffs. Um, sure. And they've come back and really look like they're back to their old ways. Um, and I, I get, you know, Luca has shown that he can single handedly take games, and we didn't think that. Well, this is also the first playoffs that we can really say that because he's been great in the playoffs. And it's just gotten bounced every previous year. So I'm not taking two playoff series and, and I'm going to, you know, use that to project how a series against the greatest dynasty, you know, of recent history is going to go. And I know the Warriors aren't where they were in 2016, but they're still a damn good team. I, I, I think the Mavs do give them a series, maybe more competitive than we saw, you know, the Blazers give the Warriors in 2019 or uh, the Rockets the one year they got four ones. But uh, I'm still going to roll with the Warriors. Yeah, Here's a stat I, I just found. 39 of the last 40 NBA champions won 40 of their last 60 regular season games. The only team left that disqualifies is the Warriors because the Warriors did not win 40 of their last 60 regular season games. So that fits uh, Jake's narrative right there. I mean, 
it, it shows you the form that Dallas came in coming to the to postseason and he continued that. And that's to your point, Jake. If you get a supernova Luka Doncic, if you're susceptible to losing to that, this is the Dallas team that you're going to lose to because he's in that form of making all of those the right decisions. But I, I do have to agree with Kyle and push back on it. Not only is the regular season and postseason two different seasons, but we have two different Warriors teams with not even the – you know, the the change in lineups and not the healthy lineups. We have, you know, Jordan Poole, who spent a lot of the, the regular season in the starting lineup because of injuries and now is being pushed to more of a six-man role and, and beefing up the Warriors bench. Just the, the Warriors team in themselves looks different. And you look at the, the four regular season games and the one win that they have, Jonathan Kaminga led all scorers with the Warriors with 22 points. That in itself shows me that those those four, those games are wacky. Those games were, there's probably context around a lot of those games that make them all pretty much anomalies. And, you know, it just came down to Luka going crazy and beating them. I, well, I just think... Like, um, can, can you, are you going to count on that, on Jonathan Kaminga being a, a top scorer for the Warriors? Like, you, you look at... The Warriors and their output, you know, the last three, four games against the Grizzlies, and we clearly see that the stars are coming to the forefront for the Warriors. They have been winning in these games. No, for sure. It doesn't have to be Jonathan Kaminga to get a win. Like, obviously, Steph, Steph and, and there's a lot of guys on that roster. Clay, I don't know how much he has left in the tank pool you mentioned. They can will you to a win. Where I, where it starts to get iffy on the whole Golden State thing is what can Golden State do that Phoenix could not do. I, I have not been able to come up with an answer as to why Golden State is verifiably better than Phoenix. I think we just couldn't handle three, it. I, I, got you, I got you with a simple answer. Three players who legitimately could give you 30 on any given night. The, the Suns did not have that. Right. The Suns didn't have that. I also didn't have that. Like, if you look at the season as a whole, then, yeah, the Warriors really can't do much that the Suns can't. But, that I mean, it's only a six-game sample size that the Mavs had to take off of them, and the Suns looked terrible. I mean, mm-hmm. they did not look good. Chris Paul had a rough series. Devin Booker had a rough few games. DeAndre Ayton, by the end of it, didn't even want to play for the team. I mean, Ridiculous. so it, it, it's – I agree with you, Jake. To, like, the point um, overarching for the season, maybe nothing. But they can do a lot better in six games than we saw the Suns do. I don't, I don't the foundation agree. of the Warriors is so much stronger than the Suns because if Steph has a bad shooting night and they lose and they fall down like two one in the series, no, there's going to be no locker room drama at all. There, they'll be because there's no pressure on anyone on the Warriors except except the pressure they put on themselves that they want to win. Uh, with the Suns, it's they they just got caught up in. This, we should have won it last year. We need to win it this year, and they just kind of collapse in on themselves. And and, and all that <clears throat> all that is more reason to why Jake. I, I I actually completely disagree. That I think the Warriors give you a lot that the Suns can't give you. I'll go back to the scoring port we saw in Game Seven. Devin Booker. It was clearly the game plan was to get Booker going. Everyone else is going to fall in line, and it's not going for him. And he's stressing the issue. It's it's getting worse and worse. And finally, when he realized, I don't got it, someone else is going to pick it up, who was there? CP didn't have it going. Like you said, DeAndre Ayton had his tails between his legs. If that happens for the Golden State Warriors, if Steph can't have it, Clay will, will get it going most likely. If Clay don't have it, Jordan Poole will get it going most likely. And it's, and it's all at a 30-point clip and a 30-point barrage. They have that plus 
they have the experience of being in those big moments. The Suns made a finals run last year and didn't hit a game seven. And when they came at a game, we came in a game seven this year and people that I didn't think would get starstruck got starstruck. Mikel Bridges, the moment was too big. DeAndre in the moment was too big. There's no one on the Warriors in their core. Like, that the moment's not going to be too been in all these games. That moment's not going to be too Jordan big. Jordan Poole's the only one I would, I would push on you and that he has been a, a breakout. Right, hit. right. And, and, and that is fourth importance on the team, not second, third, and the coach. Like that, that's, that's all things the Warriors give you that the Suns didn't. That's like, that this is, that's, that's like, like Draymond I, said, this I, is championship level basketball that we have to play now. I like Jake's point for one reason. Um, and it's going to be a pro Mavs reason here. Um, one side of the ball in the NBA, we know can get inconsistent. That's the offensive side of the ball, but the defensive side of the ball, you don't just completely lose that. Even when you're playing battle on mm-hmm. offense, you don't yeah. just completely lose that. And the Suns, as we know, were one of the best defensive teams in the league all season and still at moments looked really good in the Dallas season on the, or in the series on the defensive side of the ball. Now, to the Mavs point and uh, to the point that I'm going to make is that the Warriors, we know, re- probably don't have the same defense as the Suns. The Mavs, it didn't matter. The Mavs came out and like Luka did show like, oh, we're going to keep scoring and we can score this many points to keep up offensively with any team in the league. And I'm not saying that the Warriors are a bad defense, but the fact that they showed this against the Suns, even if the, even though they had a bad series, I mean, I, I think the Mavs scoring output here could be surprising to people and really was surprising in the Phoenix series and make this a really competitive series. This might surprise you then. Uh, I know. I know what you're going to make. Golden State Warriors first in defensive rating this year, followed even more surprisingly, sixth in the NBA is Dallas. So, like, we come into this thinking, like, oh, we're going to have a shootout. Dallas' defense be- is real, too. Yeah. Right. Yeah, for real. Um, I... And going back to my, so I, I will say like this is going to be, I think if this is a slower, so both of those stats indicate that this might be a slower paced series than we expect. If that is the case, usually you try and tend to lean towards the more tenured team, which would be the Warriors. I, I'm As we start to go through it, I will say I started out like really hot on Dallas. You guys have hot. brought me down a little bit. I just, I, the, the only way, like the war, no, I won't say the only way, a lot of things could happen, but like, Really, the Warriors' hope is Draymond's going to have to be able to make Luke's life hell. Hey, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. That's right. This year has gone by so quickly, and there's so many things to be proud of in your 2024 so far, but oh, there's some things that you still want to accomplish out there as well. So look, when life is going fast and it's important to take a moment to celebrate your wins, you stop and celebrate your wins and make adjustments for the rest of the year. That's right. Therapy can help you take stock of your progress and set achievable goals for the next six months. So listen, I got to tell you, I benefit from therapy. That's right. I have conversations and I talk about the things I want to accomplish. I talk about things that I have accomplished. And you know what? When you do it, you go to a place like better help that's right it's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries it empowers you to be the best version of yourself i know it isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma it's for all of us all right if you're thinking about starting therapy give better help a try it's entirely online designed to be convenient flexible and suited to your schedule just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Take a moment, visit betterhelp.com slash game presents today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H E L P. 
com slash game presents. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This Father's Day, shop at the Home Depot to find the perfect gift to help dad be everything he can be. Because your dad is more than just a dad. He's groundskeeper of the yard, the perfecter of the patio, and the cleaner of the clippings. He's the weed-fighting, hedge-trimming, leaf-blowing lord of the lawn. He sees the job, and he gets it done. Because your dad is a doer. So show him you appreciate everything he does with the tools he needs to power up his landscaping game. This Father's Day, give him the convenience and gas-like power of innovative and durable Milwaukee cordless outdoor tools from the Home Depot. Plus, get up to $150 off select Milwaukee tools. For everything Dad does, everything he is, and everything he can be, find the perfect Father's Day gift at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Shop for Father's Day now in stores or online at homedepot.com. Uh, if he is able to do that, then that, then yeah, they're probably going to look like the Warriors in the playoffs and, and really be able to overcome whatever's thrown at them. If that's not the case and they're calling fouls or they're able to get their switches and get the looks that they want and Luke is really able to get going, then I think that you have to, you have to go towards the Maverick side. I, I mean, it does feel crazy. Like I said, before I even said any of it, it feels crazy to say, but if I'm picking a year out of the last however many that the Warriors have been good for them to lose, it, you know, this might be the one. Well, again, what, the what, Warriors the, are it, one. It have to be their last five playoff appearances, they made the finals. Right. <laughs> so if you had to pick yeah, a year, it just would have to be the 17 one. consecutive playoff series wins in the Western Conference. Crazy. It's an experienced man's game. I got a team who's the most experienced at doing it. I got a team who's doing it for their first time. I'm always going to lean the more experienced team led by champions and, and a, a two-time MVP and a two-time defensive player of the year. I'm going I'm to pick that team. And and I know he gets a lot of crap, but he's a real, like, actually important player on the team. All-star starter, Andrew Wiggins. Wiggins Forgot is an important... There. Just say Andrew Wiggins. I keep forgetting. I keep forgetting. Don't put the there. all-star starter. It burns when you say it. Does it does burn. Because yeah. Andrew Wiggins, like... He's a guy, if you need him to get 17 points, he can get you 17 points. If you need him to get you 25, he'll get you 17 points. But the good news, <laughs> hey, the good news for the Warriors is that they only need him to get 17 points. <laughs> they just need him to be there, get the 15 to 19 point game uh, uh, to build around. Just like a guy they can go he's, to if the shot clock's running down, you can just force up a contested mid-range shot, and sometimes it'll go in. He's also playing amazing in these playoffs for him. 49% yeah. from the field, Andrew Wiggins is. So that it's, a, yeah, great. We got to put him it's, it's on the 17-point counter. Once he hits it, it's like, will they win or not? I want to start tracking it. That's funny you say that. That's funny. But, yeah, we talk about just how experienced the Warriors is doing this. As a head coach, Steve Kerr is undefeated in Western Conference playoff series. He's 17-0, which is nuts. Um, like Kyle said, 5-0 and in the conference finals um, with a record of 20-7. and uh, uh, in this round, so they're, they're like they just they're, they're starting to remember like, hey, when, when we get into the playoffs, we usually just take this thing all the way, and they're yeah. they're starting to do that again, which is nice. Before we move on um, to the other conference, uh, 
I, I want to address something that I, you know, it's been brought up. It's been a good debate, and I want to have the debate. And Luca, this this playoff run that Luka Doncic is making right now, it's been likened to the finals run LeBron James made in 2007, and they, and they do mirror each other. Uh, a little bit. LeBron was 22 in 2007 when he made that run. Luca is 23 now. They presume to be, you know, the 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 the, the top player, kind of doing it all for their team and leading them down. So, Matt, I'll come to you first. Is is how much does this mirror that 2007 Eastern Conference Finals run that LeBron James made? Very, very much. Um, Luca is doing everything offensively that. LeBron did during that time period. If you look at the numbers side by side, Luca has an edge. Um, it's uh, Luca in his playoff career is averaging <clears throat> thirty-two point seven, nine point three, eight point three on fifty-eight point four percent true shooting. LeBron's first uh, twenty-eight career playoff games, so that's through the two thousand seven conference finals. Uh, he averaged twenty-eight point three, eight and seven on fifty-five percent true shooting, and. Uh, the, to be fair to LeBron, back then the NBA was less efficient than it is today and lower scoring, so it's it's basically a tie. Uh, mm. LeBron has the edge defensively, but it's it's as close as you're going to get to a uh, replication of that time that we'll see probably for the rest of our lives because it's the same, roughly the same age, the same breakout, and it's also the same kind of situation in the conference where there's no like great team in the conference and the great team in the conference is kind of an aging version of a former champion with LeBron. It was the the Pistons who uh, won a title made back-to-back finals, made a bunch of conference finals. And with uh, the Mavericks, it's the Warriors. I think um, I, I really think it's a really good comparison. Uh, I think, I think there's no reason the only reason he I I'm picking him not to go to the finals like LeBron did is because I rate this Warriors team higher than I rated rate the 07 P- Pistons, but I think it's a tough seven game series. I, I see it even from just context and narrative standpoint. You have a young up and coming superstar who everyone can see <laughs> clearly he's going to be one of the best in the league. You don't think he has quite the team to take and make a finals run. He knocks out with the Pistons were the the Eastern Conference representatives the year before in the finals. Uh, no, it was the Heat the year before, but yeah, the Heat they the made four. Okay, Pistons made the conference finals every year Conference from finals. 03 okay. to 08. Because so. I was going to say, Luca goes to the Suns, who represented the West. LeBron goes to the Pistons, who represented the East. You know, very, very soon before that. I, I just, I see it. Just re- really, the only difference is that Luca's game is, uh, I think, at, at least at this age, much more predicated on skill. Than LeBron's is was on athleticism, especially yeah. against the Pistons, who they're not the bad boy Pistons, but they're still an incredibly physical defensive team. So it's more of like I don't like what what, what are you impressed by? Like uh, because I you know you look back on those series, the age that LeBron was, and marvel at what he was able to do against some grown men. Yeah, um, but but Jake, does that not make I don't I don't maybe. It depends on who's doing it against grown men too, but but it, but it depends on you know which side <laughs> of the coin you are because that could be more impressive both ways. It could be more impressive that you know a twenty two year old was doing that against grown men, or it could be more impressive that a twenty three year old is doing it now with no athleticism against grown men. <laughs> no, I'm serious. I'm serious, and still winning the physical battle. Like right, no, well, he more is, athletic but- than anybody, and and was winning all of those. But I watched him put Cam Johnson in such a blunder that was like, oh my goodness, like, oh my goodness. 
in the era of their two runs, yes, this is pretty much like the same type of thing. I'm not ready to go there yet, though. Um, he needs to win this series. Right. Luka needs to win this sure. series for me to even consider it. Because the weird thing with Luka is for me, and tremendous through two series so far, but was also tremendous in two Clippers series, the previous two playoffs, and just got bounced in both. His numbers previously were actually better before. And, you know, he's more experienced now. He's doing stuff that doesn't still up in the stat sheet. But I, I'm failing to really see why it's clicking now. And that's what I'm excited about, about this series. And that's what I want to see before I make any comparisons yeah. with LeBron off of two series. Well, I think it's clear that he's elevating his team around him this playoffs. Yeah. Last playoffs, he was good. But, you know, it wasn't elevating his team or his team wasn't stepping up. It's it's different when, like, you know, your play is elevating the play yeah. around and you. There it's, is it's one kind of thing. But. There is one difference that will show up. He hasn't had any off games this playoffs. Uh, game five against the Suns is his worst game. You can point at this playoffs. He had 28, 11 and two, which two assists for Luke is bad, but on like 45% shooting. And that's because nobody in that series, game, no bad. one on the Mavericks could make a shot. Make a shot yeah. 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 Right. But just a testament to, yeah. uh, he hasn't had any bad games this playoffs, which was a difference. He had one bad game in each of the Clippers series before. He he comes into the season in the shape he's in right now. He's the, he's next year's MVP. I'll write it right now. I'll go bet on it right now. I kind of like this. I kind of like how if they like, win if the I'm titles, fan, he's going to have a huge three month slump yeah. to start the season. If, <laughs> if I'm a, and, and if anyone's been on social media today, you saw him and Boban enjoying some drinks today at lunch. Luca ain't changing his diet for nobody. I think TMZ I said that was old, but that's hilarious. Yeah, but yeah, he probably, probably was still doing. Yeah, that's an old picture. Oh, he was still drinking beer today, but that's just. I, I, if I'm a Mavs fan, I don't know because. <laughs> I don't want Luca to change the regimen. Like, yes, he may come in a little bloated in the offseason, but you see what this man does in January? Well, right. Like, I don't he want ramps it, it up. I don't want it to run out of steam. Like, don't, hey, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Joel like, works I, out all offseason and then comes in, and by midseason, he's banged up because he's been you know playing what? a full season all offseason. Let, let Luca burn all that fat he comes in with in the offseason through through December and January, and we're ready to go post all stars. That's, that's, that's how the Lakers three peated. Uh, Shaq wanted MVP, got MVP, and then. And 01, he came into the offseason completely out of shape. That's why they weren't the one seed, only won 55 games. But then he played himself into shape. And the 01 Lakers were literally, arguably the most unbeatable team ever. Don't let James Harden hear this. Y'all y'all will get a fat, out of shape James Harden. He'll be like, told y'all I could do it. Uh, we're going to move on. <laughs> we're going to move on to the Eastern Conference playoffs. We already had game one. And it was the Jimmy Butler show, the James uh, Butler J- show. James, what was your pick? For what? The series. Mavericks. What was my pick? I'm not sons. Mavericks. Uh, Warriors. Oh, my, the Warriors. And how many? I'll go Warriors. Warriors in six. They control home court. I got like I know the Mavericks like weren't weren't even in the Sun series. weren't that great on the road. I can't see them being a much better road team in the Warriors series. So I'm gonna go Warriors in six. Did y'all all give your picks and series number? We didn't give the numbers. We kind of. Went through. I'll go. Uh, oh, I thought I thought you and Jake did. And I know I right, we can real quick before we move on. Kyle, I didn't and, uh, I, see. I think this is like so weird, but like Warriors and five, but it's going to be a very competitive five. I like, see it. I think every game is going to be real close. Like how series. Brooklyn played kind of. Yeah. Brooklyn versus Jake, Paul. Warriors in seven. I've got, as I said, I, I think I'm going Mavs in six. I will be sticking out like a sore thumb on the graphic. Probably get attacked in the comments, but. That's what you get for being the show's dark night, you know? 
There you go. You, get a, you do the stuff that doesn't show up in the stat sheet, Jake. That's you for, for our podcast. Now right. we're going to move on to the Easter Conference playoffs. We already had game one of that Easter Conference finals. It was the Jimmy Butler show, the James Butler show, if you're Brett Brown, uh, because he went absolutely super saiyan. And at the old school 40, 41 points, no threes, which to me is Crazy. just a masterpiece of a performance. But it was it was a tale of two halves, really. Boston led pretty much all the first half. Jason Tatum went crazy in the first two quarters. But Miami completed a 20-2 to two run in the third, I believe dropped 39 points in the third quarter or something crazy like that and, and went on to win. So different scope than I had for the Western Conference Finals. The Eastern Conference Finals is... Is, does this trend continue? Do, do the Heat continue to win the second half and go on to win the series like that? Or does Boston not become a shell of itself? Remember, no Al Horford, no Marcus Smart Defensive Player of the Year in Game 1-2. And Al Horford has been a key piece for them all playoffs. They were not, they were not available for Game 1, left a lot of doors open for Miami. They kicked the doors in. Yeah, I mean... You nailed it on the head right there. You can't take away much from game one because you have no Hal Horford, no Marcus Smart. Now you can take away the fact that, you know, the Heat are going to play these guys tough. Um, a lot of people penciling in last series Celtics Bucks uh, or last round Celtics Bucks series as the real Eastern Conference Finals. Well, you know what a lot of people did in the NFL playoffs this year? They penciled in the Kansas City Chiefs and the Buffalo Bills in the second round as the real uh, AFC championship and who went to the Super Bowl the Cincinnati Bengals did. So I think the Heat are going to play him tough. I'm, I'm not sure, you know, game strips are going to go like this. And you said rely on second half comebacks, but I'm sure that Jimmy Butler is going to freaking step up. Um, this is what he's been waiting for. He got a little taste of it two years ago in the bubble. Didn't quite get it done. And now his team is the one seed, a better team. Uh, they haven't lost at home yet in these playoffs, seven and Um No serious starts till you lose at home. Well, if you don't lose at home, then you, the series never started. Uh, so I, I think the series will look different, obviously, when the Celtics get those guys back. Uh, but the Heat just might make a good series out of it behind Jimmy Butler. The the Heat saved their lives yesterday in the second half, and I think people are overreacting to it a little bit. As much as I'd love to say that the Heat are in the driver's seat and the Celtics missed their shot, I just don't believe it. I don't it's, just, it's the... The Heat had to win that game, and they still almost yeah. blew it. Because not only did they exactly. – they went up by 20, and then they the Celtics cut it down to nine, and then Butler made a bunch of really big shots in the fourth. And I'm going to go really uh, hater here. Uh, Jimmy Butler, probably the most overrated playoff performer based on reputation <laughs> I've ever heard. Absolutely wild for you to say. You were not that's lying. That's wild. crazy. Absolutely wild that's pretty hater. That's, that's crazy. Not, <laughs> absolutely wild. Just, the the he only gets credit for his great. No, last night he was great. I was so happy watching him make all those shots. But this is a guy who had one of the worst playoff series I've ever seen from a quote unquote like superstar. You mm. ever like last year? He, he got they got swept. He averaged like fourteen points per game on thirty percent shooting. And that was, but that's the only time he's been that bad. Like yeah. right no, 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 but like the year because the year before that he no, went no, crazy. Yeah. No, he had a great he had a great run in twenty twenty. And that's basically, other than that, his playoff careers, eh, it's okay. Game seven <laughs> against Toronto for the Sixers. He goes five of 14, 16 points. We've uncovered it. Like, We've uncovered the genesis of this. He, 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 
he yeah. he blows a two zero lead to Boston uh, when he was in Chicago after winning games one and two at home. He blows a game six to Cleveland, only getting twenty points on really bad shooting. Like even games going back like six years now. Okay, Matt. Game, I mean, no, Kyle, Kyle, let him go. Let him go. Six, I got, I got six of the NBA Finals two years ago. He has twelve points. Like that's not if you're supposed to be like the superstar and you get twelve points in a game six of the finals and your team loses, you're supposed to get heat for it. He never gets heat for his bad performances. He's in this incredible zone where where he's in like he's like because he's like the fourteenth best player in the NBA. If he plays poorly, it's okay. But if he plays great, he's all of a sudden, oh, he's top five. And, like, I'd, my point is, if Jimmy Butler, the Heat will win this series if Butler keeps playing like this, and I don't think he can based on his playoff history. Uh, Go ahead. Haterish, haterish. I'm, I'm here to flip it completely on its head. In terms of Miami Heat playoff performance, LeBron James, Dwayne Wade, and Jimmy Butler. And like Jimmy Butler for the last two to three seasons, these last two deep playoff runs has been the like one of the best players in the playoffs for, for either conference. And you take a look at what he did in the 2020 um, finals. Well, you have a 40-point triple-double in one of the games against the Lakers, a 30-point triple-double in the, in the Eastern Conference finals, right, against the Celtics, um, goes through Giannis and the Bucks, And then now you come through – this season, and you have a guy who, when you got talk about the very beginning of the season, how much I like the Miami Heat is because they got these role players to do other things to allow Jimmy Butler to blossom. And Jimmy Butler coming into the playoffs told the Heat, like, I'm going to put you guys on the offensive end on my back and pace you guys. And he's absolutely doing that. Did that in the Philadelphia series and did that game one in the Eastern Conference Finals tonight. So when you talk about him being one of the most overrated playoff performance, I don't understand it. Yes, bring up the 12 points in game six of the of the finals in the bubble. Is this after he was over the stanchion, couldn't breathe? Because yeah. he was doing everything, and that's, and that's game six of that at the end against LeBron, Anthony Davis, and company against the best defensive team in the NBA. Uh, uh, you're trying to hold if that Luka, to him Luka, after, if- after putting the entire Miami Heat, the entire city of Miami, in a knapsack on his back and drag him through the bubble. You're going to hold him for a game if six Luka, and, and ignore the 40 point triple double he had earlier in that series. Come on, Matt. If, Come, if, on, Matt. If Luka, Come on, Matt. If Luca has 12 points in a game that they get eliminated against either in this series or if they make the finals, he's going to get it roasted. It. Hey, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. That's right. This year has gone by so quickly, and there's so many things to be proud of in your 2024 so far, but oh, there's some things that you still want to accomplish out there as well. So, look, when life is going fast and it's important to take a moment to celebrate your wins, you stop and celebrate your wins and make adjustments for the rest of the year. That's right. Therapy can help you take stock of your progress and set achievable goals for the next six months. So listen, I got to tell you, I benefit from therapy. That's right. I have conversations and I talk about the things I want to accomplish. I talk about things that I have accomplished. And you know what? When you do it, you go to a place like BetterHelp. That's right. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. I know it isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. It's for all of us. All right. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist 
and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Take a moment, visit BetterHelp.com slash GamePresents today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash GamePresents. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This Father's Day, shop at the Home Depot to find the perfect gift to help dad be everything he can be. Because your dad is more than just a dad. He's groundskeeper of the yard, the perfecter of the patio, and the cleaner of the clippings. He's the weed-fighting, hedge-trimming, leaf-blowing lord of the lawn. He sees the job, and he gets it done. Because your dad is a doer. So show him you appreciate everything he does with the tools he needs to power up his landscaping game. This Father's Day, give him the convenience and gas-like power of innovative and durable Milwaukee cordless outdoor tools from the Home Depot. Plus, get up to $150 off select Milwaukee tools. For everything Dad does, everything he is, and everything he can be, find the perfect Father's Day gift at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Shop for Father's Day now in stores or online at homedepot.com. No, he won't. He will. No, he won't. He shouldn't. He, he shouldn't won't. because then and- because because then no one was watching the rest of the playoffs. No, he is the sole reason. He is the sole reason the Mavericks are there. Yes, you would love to see him carry it out, but I'll never hold Jimmy Butler to that performance because he is the sole reason the Miami Heat were right. there. He, so I, if he's I, the sole reason you're there. You can't hold them from running out of gas. We're going to ban out of bias contribution. I actually think. I actually think Jimmy's a little underrated as a playoff player. Agreed. I don't think he's overrated Agreed. at all. And I mean, yeah, like you can bring up early stuff. Well, yeah, he was on bad teams. He was on last a Minnesota was team that awful. wasn't one Just year where you lose year. to the defending champions. You look at the three years around it. One's the current year we're in. The year before, uh, the year before the last year, uh, he made the finals, which not to mention he doesn't even get credit for. I swear the Heat get like you think about that year. A bunch of NBA fans think it's a fluke bubble year, and the Heat were the, the, the in the finals. I'm not, I'm not one of those people. The bubble absolutely right. counts, I'm but it's gonna... also a reason why he's a super underrated playoff performer because a lot of NBA fans are like either it doesn't count in that the Heat were a fluke to be in the championship, and those words have actually came out of my mouth as well. But and then Here's, the year before that, he was the best player against in the Sixers who fell apart in the second round against Toronto. He was the best player in that series. Here's so, the best player I mean, in the series. He also had a bad game seven. Right. And then you want to bring and up. So you keep talking that. about. You keep talking about. Thank you, Kyle. You keep talking about the end of the series. You keep talking about when he's gassed because he's tired of doing everything. Right. You're not bringing up what he did to get to that game. The Sixers six. didn't lose because of Jimmy Butler. I mean, just no, no, they, no, no, they didn't lose because of Jimmy Butler. I'm just. He's got. I feel like maybe it's just because I'm bitter that we don't have him. I think that might be it. it. I think yeah. it could be it. I, I, no, I, 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 I don't give you that. Pass. I, I actually, I, I'm, I'm rooting really hard for the Heat to beat to beat the Celtics. Um, but it's just he's he when he's great, he's great. That sounds really simple, but he's not great. <laughs> he's not that good of a player where he's consistently great. Okay, Matt, can well, you think of a time, 
just real quick, can you think sure. of a time, and this is where it comes to me in terms of under overrated, all kind of subjective. Has Jimmy Butler ever came out flat? Looked like he didn't want to be there. Looked like, oh, I'm not interested. Looked like the Suns did. Uh, looked like, you know, Ben Simmons. We've seen it from him. Like, I could literally go down a list of stars. You could pick out where, like, maybe they don't care. Hard in, in game seven. Maybe they don't care. Now, him in Minnesota, he had like nine points in the And he hated game. it. He hated his teammates. So yeah. We might have a reason for that. <laughs> but I just think, like, you can't necessarily. I mean, it's the same thing we talked about in Bede versus Jokic, where, like, some things aren't going to show up in the points column, especially when you're an on ball defender is one of your best traits. Uh, he, he, I don't think maybe scoring comes and goes, but why Jimmy Butler is so hailed in the playoffs is because his consistency of effort is completely unwavering. He's going to be giving mm-hmm. you 100% from whistle to whistle every time. No, his attitude is, like, great, and that's why people love him. But to be honest, I don't think he's that much of a playoff. I, I'm not I'm sorry. I don't think he's that much of a better offensive playoff player than Chris Middleton. But he's having the second-best offensive playoffs of any player left right now outside of Luka. Getting to the line 18 Maybe times. Not, but Chris, Chris Middleton is in a much more convenient spot than Jimmy Butler. I don't <laughs> want to launch I, yeah, I don't want to launch a Chris Middleton versus Jimmy Butler debate. But if you make Chris Middleton the number one option on the Miami Heat, like, like what, what are we what are, <laughs> right? what are we doing? Yeah. What are we doing? <laughs> Jimmy Butler, Jimmy <laughs> Butler's not like the number one option, like a normal number one option. He's no, averaging he's, 30 he's in the playoffs. Matt, 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 Matt. 30 the in the playoffs, Matt. Keep the goal post in one spot, please. Keep it in one spot for me. Because cause, cause you're moving it all over the place. Here's <laughs> LeBron James, Dwayne Wade, Jimmy Butler. And I'll say one more thing because we do got to move on for the sake of time. You say Jimmy Butler is about the 14th, 15th, we'll call him middle-of-the-pack star in the NBA. Do you expect a middle-of-the-pack star to keep, be giving you 35 to 40 points per game in the playoffs? No. So so when he does, yes, we're going to be we're gonna give him admiration for it. When he gives you 12, you're like, hey – the middle of the pack star may give me to he might not have it one night. I expect that from a middle of the pack star. I don't ever expect that from a superstar. You can't ever give me 12 points. A superstar scorer can't ever give me 12 points. I know that's not Jimmy Butler. So when he goes off, yes, we give him all that credit. When he doesn't have that, I don't hold him because Jake's right. It's never going to be a shortage of effort. He's never going to check out, and he's going to show up in other ways that affected the game. But no, if he gives me 12 points, 9 points, I don't hold Jimmy Butler to that because he's not a Luka-level score, a LeBron-level score, a KD-level score. He's not. But if he gives me 40, I'm going I'm to go crazy because <laughs> he's also going to give it with no threes. You just don't see that. 17 like, free throw. Oh, by the way, hey, hey, NBA, common NBA fan, we can go ahead and wind up the Boo Brigade He's got he's got 18 free throws, right? We we got to cry about that one. I forgot. That's we have crazy. to cry about the free throw line. Quick, quick. F- speaking of crying, quick. We got five <laughs> minutes to do this before we move on to the next segment. All of all of our teams, everyone on this podcast. I want to pick. Hold on, hold on. After that debate, I want to pick the Heat Celtics series oh, with everyone. Yeah, Let's my fault. It. My fault. Go I want to hear ahead. that. Pick, now. pick Matt. Celtics and six. Oh, ridiculous. Kyle, Ooh. go ahead. Ooh, I think I'm going to do it. Heat. Jimmy Butler, yeah. he's going to do yeah. it. Uh, I'm going to go seven. Let's make it interesting. I've got Heat in seven. I, I just think the home team's going to win. Like, this is going to be, once once they're full strength, I anticipate this being a super close pinnacle of team basketball series that we mm-hmm. get to watch. I've got Heat in seven. I loved if what the Jimmy... Heat, if the Heat win this series with Butler averaging over 30 points per game, I'm going to wear a Butler jersey on the next podcast after they win the series. Got it. Sure. We got it. Got it. 
We got it. We got it. I'm going to go. I love what Jimmy Butler did in game one. I love the, the way the heater set up. But I also think that the Celtics are, are kind of confident knowing that we had that close of a game without our best defensive player yeah. and the heart and soul of our team. You get those two guys back. I think the Celtics become different. They know how valuable those guys are. Marcus Smart's going to take it upon himself to make Jimmy Butler's the rest of the series hell for Jimmy Butler. So I'm going to go Celtics in seven. I think they, they steal back home court and they get it in seven. They got to win crucial games on the road in Miami, though. All right. So now even less than a five-minute discussion. <laughs> Speaker, Drake mentioned crying. All of our teams now got three Sixers fans and a Suns fan. All of our teams, in tragic fashion, I will add, are now bounced out of the playoffs. So we haven't had a, a time to just come in as, as a family, as a collective straight facts family for a grieving session. Like how how we doing? What's what's your your post ass kicking thoughts after the playoffs are over? Well, Jake, I'll start with you. I don't grieve. I go straight into coping and my coping method is fixing everything all at once. And what we're going to do, here's what I've determined is the path to solution to our solution. The one we're looking for a ring have to get Toby out. Got to get Toby out. Mm. Probably not going to happen in a James Harden trade. Uh, I actually don't think they're going to move Harden. I think the likeliest scenario, what we've heard, what I pieced together from reporting is maybe Harden takes a, a little less than the max. You get Toby out of there, and suddenly you have another max slot created. Uh, now, here's here's the hurt piece that I don't think Sixers fans want to come to terms with. If you want a Joel championship in his prime with him not being like drug along by someone else, probably going to have to trade Tyrese Maxey for a star. Jake. Oh my nope. God! I'm so happy you said that. Nope. It, I, ha- I oh hate it. God, I don't want I'm them to do it. I'd rather no. stink and have him bead and Maxi no. for the rest of eternity. Jake, but in I terms of so the accounting, like when you really account for the the grand calculus of it all, it hurts really bad. And maybe and maybe you can say you can make the case. Hey, Joel's only going to be here for three more years. I'll take Maxi for ten more years. If you want to make that case, I I'm ready to hear it. I would love to keep Tyrese Maxey, but if you want to go so happy you said that. with the max value this offseason, we need to win now. The only way you're getting a Brad Beal, uh, uh, a Damian Lillard, whoever you might want, a Donovan Mitchell, would you do Would you do Maxey for Donovan Mitchell? Come no, on. Straight you up. can't say no. You can't no. say no. You think, the jazz, is, you think the Put Jazz are a, I don't want to even argue. This well, is a that was just, I just, it, I just, Put it this way. Put it this yeah. way. And it could be a quick yes or no. Would you not be a little bit more confident in this series if you had Bradley Beal in place for Tyrese Maxey. If Would it's as simple as that, of course, you feel you feel yeah, more confident. Yeah, but Beal's a free agent, kind of. Okay, this after you're saying not this offseason, but next offseason or this offseason? No, no, he has like an option that he may or may not do this offseason. Yeah, yeah. So like, he might works. be a free agent. We don't know yet. Sure. Okay, we yes. Know, we know how yes, But we're talking about the future. <clears throat> what I take right now, Brad Beal over you know, Tyrese Maxey next year in a playoff series? I don't know. Yes. Is Tyrese Maxey two yes. years in a playoff series? Yes. What do you mean? Yes. Quickest yes. ascensions of a rookie has gotten so yeah, much yeah, better. Yeah, yeah. We do maybe, not maybe know what he looks like next Maybe year. not two years. I'm trying to prove a point. Maybe not two years. Yeah. But I'm talking about like, you can't guarantee you're in a championship run of two years. Hell, you didn't make it out the second round this year. So I don't think we I'm were not, on a championship run this year. I'm not banking on two years. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to maximize the window that we're in right now. Right now, there are more right complicated now, ways. Oh, like, sorry, sorry. 
No, no, I'm saying just right now, Bradley this Beal season, gives you a better. I wouldn't have taken Bradley Beal for one season. No. <laughs> Sorry. Would he have given us a better shot? Sure. But going into the playoffs, I didn't think we were winning. I'll let you guys go. Just so. last thing I will say after sitting in it, it doesn't feel good. I'd rather lose with Tyrese Maxey. I don't want to do it. I'll, I'll yeah. lose for forever. We'll take Tyrese. I'll but, just like. Real quick, as a fan, I think the Sixers are just like doomed. It's been the same thing now three years in a row. It's tough to watch. Um, that's really yeah, only my place. thoughts as a you're as a, a fan. Um, honestly, I saw it coming after the round one, how hard it was to beat Toronto. So it didn't hurt as much when it actually happened, but it still hurt. And then as a going forward, you know, I just have an idea that maybe the Sixers should try to get some hoopers off the bench. <laughs> like, I'm done with the three point specialist that's inefficient, like the George Niang. And I know Danny green had a good, you know, playoffs. That's fine. I'm done with the veteran big men that we can sign to a minimum. Like, why don't we just get some players off the bench that maybe can give us 20, like at best George Niang gives us 17 on any night and he doesn't help us at all on defense. Let me get some guys with some variability that can't just do one thing. And they're not even very good at doing one thing. No, I want, look who beat us. (laughs) Look at the role players on the people who yeah. beat us. Victor, Victor Oladipo, he can do you a lot. Like Malik, uh, Gabe Vincent, he like can do Malik you a Monk. lot. Like you bring like like a Malik I'm Monk off the bench. Uh, or like so, watch yeah, so, any watch any Western Conference team. They have some guys that are inconsistent and young, but there's always people off the bench that can just hoop and go off for a night. The Sixers don't have that, and when you get to the playoff time and your stars don't show up, which as Sixers fans we know has happened way too often. Maybe let's get a guy that isn't only going to be good in a game that you're already winning, like George Niang. Like, I, I don't know. That, that's my thoughts as the GM side. So, yeah, so basically, uh, there's a lot of, like, talk about how, oh, what an embarrassing playoff loss for the Sixers. Like, we were the four seed. We lost, yes, was. We lost Dude, in six. We lost in six to the one seed when <laughs> our there. MVP was, like, no, was playing at 60% and missed the first two games. That like, game it stinks to lose, but it's not like last. this. It's not like last year. Last year no, was... was like I that, was both of them were embarrassing, and nothing was as embarrassing as last year. But yeah. It was still embarrassing. No, you lose sure. to the one because your player, your star player, hurt. It's not. So I cool. didn't. I didn't say the chalk was embarrassing. I said the actual what I watched was embarrassing. Uh, the like yeah. paper or no? So but what I watched was embarrassing for sure. So basically, I'm pretty optimistic that you can have next year. You have Embiid, Maxi, and Harden, and you find and Maury finds a way to build a roster with depth around him. Cause that, I think you can win with that three man core. Your so optimism is so year. refreshing. I it's, think it's so refreshing. Your optimism really just, then uh, to collect all of our thoughts, Toby for Hoopers, we win title. That's it. Oh, and trade Thibel for like Pat Bev. If I do that immediately, yeah, and, uh, recently, that was- Get Drummond back on a vet men. He was good last mm-hmm. year. He's going to Miami. So He's going to Miami. I, I've been riding uh, with that, Jake, since you told yeah, us that. Uh, that was, um, was actually my third, you know, special or like specialist type of specialist, guy yeah. off his, the bench. Just a guy that gives you defense. Let's just get an all-around player that can ball. Come on. Get rid I'm of with, Thibault. With, they don't I'm, have to be I'm, good. I'm, they could just be a great You can get something one. good for him, too, probably. I'm completely on Jake's lot, like Jake's mind thought. Not his heart. His heart wants to keep Maxi. I'm completely on I'm not with it. And here's the, here's the thing. There, I do think the Sixers can be successful in the future with Maxi. I'm not saying that. I'm saying if you have a chance to get Brad Beal now, I think that's a better idea than trying to keep Maxi. I'm not saying keeping Maxi is a bad idea. I just, yeah, I, I, I can't. I think it's better. We can agree to disagree, but I think I, that's I, I hard to do with contracts. Yeah, I get where you're coming um, from. I just can't agree. Contract, yeah. Con- the money's got to matter to yeah. The money don't line up. But um, as a Suns fan going into my offseason, my thoughts is like, 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This Father's Day, shop at the Home Depot to find the perfect gift to help dad be everything he can be. Because your dad is more than just a dad. He's groundskeeper of the yard, the perfecter of the patio, and the cleaner of the clippings. He's the weed-fighting, hedge-trimming, leaf-blowing lord of the lawn. He sees the job, and he gets it done. Because your dad is a doer. So show him you appreciate everything he does with the tools he needs to power up his landscaping game. This Father's Day, give him the convenience and gas-like power of innovative and durable Milwaukee cordless outdoor tools from the Home Depot. Plus, get up to $150 off select Milwaukee tools. For everything Dad does, everything he is, and everything he can be, find the perfect Father's Day gift at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Shop for Father's Day now in stores or online at homedepot.com. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, save on select steel battery tools. Right now, save $50 on the FSA 57 battery trimmer set. Real steel. Find yours at steeldealers.com. With AK-10 battery and AL-101 charger, offer valid for limited time only while supplies last. See participating dealer for details. We're, we got knocked down, but now it's time to roll over and get back up because we did something a little unprecedented last year. And the first time you're going through a playoff run for most of these players, you get all the way to the finals. That don't happen a lot. Rarely does it ever happen, you know? For guys like Mikel Bridges, Devin Booker, DeAndre, and like all those guys did it for the very first time and went to the finals. This year is called adversity. This is the lumps that you normally take in your first playoff run. You get beat by a guy who's just coming in and, and, and has a super hot hand is playing unbelievable. You, you get, you know, you don't show up in a game seven. You get beat by a bunch of role players on your home floor. And I just hope that a team that's led by Chris Paul, Monty Williams, Heck, even James Jones in the front office, like championship pedigree. I hope that a team led by those guys doesn't fall within <clears> themselves, <throat> think they have to strip it all and, and hit the panic button because it didn't work. Like this, this is the adversity that a lot of people come out of, be better because of, and, and learn from their mistakes next season. Like I, I am in a I'm in a I'm in a peaceful spot with what happened it was it was embarrassing the most embarrassing thing i've seen from my favorite basketball player in the nba but hands down uh, but i think this is this is a time to to learn from this adversity and we should be right back to where we were next season here, here's one issue right one issue jake I, I i couldn't wait for you to bring up the issues you're gonna get real familiar what's this james what is this can you tell me what this is? That's a bag. It's a bag. A bag. We can hear it. 
DeAndre Ayton's going to have one of these, and it's going to not be full of moves. Lord knows, it's going to be full of money. He's gonna yeah, get tra- he's gonna get signed somewhere else. Uh, probably. I mean, I don't I don't want to put like places, but we talked about Gobert to Dallas. He fits Dallas for similar reasons, um, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I just don't think he'll be back with the Suns. For what? For what? Who's paying DeAndre Ayton after that game seven? Right. See, yeah, I know the, it's tough. The, I know the luxury of a bad performance from a guy. That you're counting on is leverage. Is leverage in games? You're forgetting. Yeah. In a month and a half, there will be some really dumb GM that talks himself mm-hmm. into a max. Right, but but then you tell like your then you tell DeAndre Ayton you can go there and get the money. You won't win anything, right. but you come back here. here, stay stay here safe with me. I'll take care of you for forty less million dollars. I'll take care of you, and we'll go win a championship. You can go with that person over there, but but he doesn't have your best interest at heart. He wants to throw you all this money and you have no players around you. Stay here because you're not worth that. Because you put your head between your buns against Maxi Kleba and Thomas Batons. And you stay at home and you work and we go win a championship. That's why I'm, I'm not worried. I'm I'm a little worried. I can't believe how calm you are. Chris Paul's 37. He collapsed at the end of the year with with attitude. He collapsed at the end of the year for whatever reason. I think it's mostly because his age, and mm-hmm. the team seems to be falling apart. And the old, and he made the finals in a year that everything broke well for him. This is this the guy who was optimistic about the Sixers just now, right? Is surprised I'm optimistic. Yeah, surprised well, I'm calm. Joel Embiid's twenty eight. With back issues, like it, the, them, Jim Jones never going away. Everything Jim Jones never going away. I'm worried. Like, this, like, this Suns team reminds me of a lot of. Uh, you know, one-off blips, and, and they had one mm-hmm. good year, and mm-hmm. they had a good regular season, get bounced in the second round, and mm-hmm. just recent history, we've seen a lot of these, um, and we've seen teams do it and actually win the championship. Uh, the Mavericks come to mind in 11, the Toronto comes to mind, um, even teams that got close, right? The Dwight Howard Magic had two really good years. Uh, James Harden's Rockets team was always competitive in the playoffs, and there's been a lot of teams that could never get over that edge. And I'm worried that the Suns window might have closed. There, I'm there worried. Is, I think I still think they're going to be a good team, but championship right. wise, I think you had your best two shots these last two years. I'm worried that might be the outcome when it's all said and done. And you'd be you'd be naive to not have that thought come yeah. across your brain at all. Obviously, that's come across my brain. But when you listen to how Chris Paul attacked it, how Monty Williams attacked it, like they said straight up, this was embarrassing. This was bad. This was the worst performance we could have possibly put on. But at some point, sometimes in life, you put on your worst performance. You don't run from it. You don't try to sugarcoat it. You don't try to make excuses for it. Sometimes you got to stand up there, take it on the chin, hear all the criticism, and come back next season. For that to be the first response from the coach and star player, that's what gave me confidence. Like, hey, they know how bad it was. Yeah. There's no talk, there's no trying to tuck it in and you know, trying to twist it to, to make it seem something different than what it is. Monty Williams, the first one to say there was lack of effort. My stars didn't show up. My players didn't show up. They know who they are. Your starting center so, quit. Trappings, we didn't give him the money. I man. was actually, I wasn't that surprised from DeAndre, and I've seen him quiver before. Mikel, we we we've been in, and I well, know. Aiden, and NBA, I said quit. DeAndre Ayton quit. He said, "Yeah, Mikel, me Mikel didn't game. quit. Yeah, Mikel didn't quit." But Mikel, to see him that shook, I know an NBA game seven is different, but this is a guy who's been in two national championships, won both of them. Right. Like that. I didn't think there was a moment too big. I didn't I didn't think you got nervous. But from from here, 
from <laughs> Nova? I didn't die. What's pride? I think there was pressure. So that was just very surprising for me to see from Mikel uh, Bridges. But that's why I am as a Suns fans. We'll see if I'm right. We'll see if I'm wrong. Um, but we got to get through this this NFL talk <laughs> kind of quick. But, but we're going to continue with our, our recurring second segment um, and diving in to all the NFL divisions way too early and using a team who shook up the offseason to get into that talk. And since we did the NFC East last week, we'll do the AFC East this week because there are two teams who really made earthquakes, one in the draft, one through a trade. That's the Miami Dolphins and the New York Jets. So the, the, it's funny because the two teams that were at the bottom of the AFC uh, East division last year, the Miami Dolphins, 9-8, and eight, missed the playoffs, but coming into this um, this offseason looked to be rebuilt. Obviously got Tyreek Hill through a trade, also acquired uh, Teron Armstead, Chase Edmonds, Raheem Mostert, Cedric Wilson, and Connor Williams, re-signed Xavier Howard, Emmanuel Agba, and Mike Kosicki, key pieces to their team. You look to the New York Jets side, who I think, next to the Eagles and Giants, probably had the best drafts of anybody in the NFL. You get Sauce Gardner and Garrett Wilson, Jermaine Johnson, and Brees Hall all in the draft, and then require uh, Lakeen Tomlinson, DJ Reed, CJ Uzama, Jordan Whitehead, um, all in free agency. Like Everyone in my group chat makes fun of me when I say this. I don't know why. The Jets are building something. They might not be good next year. They might not be good the year after, but they are building something there in New York. So the simple. How does how does Matt go ahead? How does this shake up the AFC East then? Well, just for next year, the Jets are going to mess up a lot of survivor pools. Yeah. They're going to someone's going <laughs> to think the Jets are going to go like six and eleven, but they'll have like a high profile upset. It was like an up and coming team. Uh, I do think I I agree with you, James. Like they're building something, uh, mm-hmm. but it's not going to be there yet. Um. Not supposed to be yet. Yeah, and, not supposed to be there yet. I agree. And I think we're going to learn the limitations of Tua Tagovailoa Viola this year. Bingo. Because I think we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna get Tyreek Hill's dad make a YouTube video of all the times Tyreek's open and Tua couldn't <laughs> get the ball to. <laughs> are, are, are we missing something as as people who are outside of the NFL? Because I can clearly see that Tua can't throw the ball to that boy down there. So here's, are we missing something? Here's here's what I think we're missing. Uh, from a Dolphins perspective, they have to be bought in because they just fired the coach that gave them two of their better seasons in a couple years. Mm-hmm. Here's why I say that they're not going to be worried. Uh, or also the, the draft capital they spent on two, why they're bought in. You don't have to throw the ball further than five yards on a slant to get a touchdown with Tyreek Hill or... Jalen Waddle, either of those, you could throw the ball five yards. Multiple times this year, it will happen. They'll take it to the house. Mm-hmm. Where it starts to get tricky is when uh, I, I think the defense will, defenses will start to play to that, and I think they'll start to blitz him. If he has mobility, like there's going to be a lot of openings downfield when teams start to dare him to throw it down there. So yeah, then, then you have to do like double moves and stuff, and that's where you'll see if he can actually do if he, it. If he can do it. Yeah. And I don't, I, look, look, look. Those videos are a little scary. If I'm a Dolphins fan, I'm not too happy that that's what the team's putting out is like that's the good the team's putting scared. out. That's the best thing they could put out. They picked yeah. the presumably like the best possible. Uh, and, I think, you know, and if I'm a Dolphins fan, not only am I worried, I'm insulted by the video. That joint is clearly edited in the middle of the sky. And it's still, <laughs> you, you didn't want to pick a video where he overthrew him in the second half. You still, he still caught that joint like a pop fly. Like why would you why would you choose that video? 
I'm not. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not gonna lie though, guys. Tua, if you just take his performance on the field, um, had a rough start to last season, but the Dolphins finished seven and one, and Tua did not look bad, and the team wasn't as good as it's going to be this year. Um, I, I think they obviously shored up the offense, getting a guy like Tyreek Hill. Jalen Wada was one of the most impressive young rookie receivers last year. Very good. Gasecki's turning into a top ten or top ten tight end in the league. And I think underrated is adding a guy like Chase Edmonds to the backfield, who was very good. Him and Gaskin. I don't, I don't even care about the Mostert pickup yet because he literally can't stay on the field. But mm-hmm. just Edmonds and Gaskin alone is enough for that offense. So it, I don't. I'm not part of like the the Tua, you know, hopefuls. Not by any shot. I, I saw the video too. It hit me the same way. But I've seen him win games, and I saw a second or a really a over the year progression from him last year to be a competent starting quarterback. He's not going to be a top 10 starting quarterback, but if he can get to like a Derek Carr level, which is probably a little, you know, outside of the realm of possibilities for this year, but if he can just be a good quarterback, this team's going to succeed. And, and here's where it really comes in and why I'm very bullish on Miami. Think about in the NFL, teams with meh quarterbacks that win a ton. What is a team that comes to mind? The San Francisco 49ers, where their head coach (laughs) has been engineering that offense around Jimmy G, a meh quarterback, for years. So if there is a team that's going to do it, if they can play solid defense, if they can hold on to the ball and hit those big strike plays, like why can't they win the division? Um, I I like Buffalo a lot too, which we could talk about. Buffalo has moves too. I think it moves the hierarchy to where I think I put the Dolphins too over New England without a doubt in my mind. Well, well that's that's perfect. That's exactly where I wanted to go. To frame the the whole division, obviously last year you have the Buffalo Bills finishing number one in the division, losing to the Chiefs in the divisional round. The New England Patriots at number two, 10-7, losing to the Bills in the wild card round, following by the Dolphins and Jets. So how do these offseason moves, along with the moves the other ones made, but we'll mention – the big ones, uh, the Bills getting Von Miller, uh, O.J. Howard, Jamison Crowder, drafting James Cook, had a good one. Uh, then you get the Patriots getting Jabril Peppers on the defensive end, um, Tyquan Thornton on the offensive end, resigning Trent Brown, but they lose J.C. Jackson and Kyle Van Noy. So all these moves together, how, what, what is – Kyle, go to you. You want to talk about the hierarchy. How, what, what exactly is the new hierarchy do you think you know, come next January for the AFC East? Yeah, it's tough um... – not to have the Bills at one. Um, even what we saw in the playoffs. I know they got bounced in that game, but how good did Josh Allen look on the biggest stage he's ever been on in his career? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and still is the getting The Bills better. are going to win the Super Bowl. That's my early. Right, that's, well, bold, that's early. Like that. Wait your turn. The Colin didn't get this point yet. Bills solidified one. Um, I, I do have to move Miami up. I was never sold on that Patriots team last year. Uh, we saw it the second half of the season and, the postseason, it, it wasn't going to happen for that Patriots team. Um, and I, I think Miami is a team who's hungry now. They've missed the playoffs by one game in each of the last two seasons. Um, I'm, I'm not sure, you know, if stuff changes under a different head coach, but you got to have them at two, and then I'll go Pats and the Jets. But in terms of future, I might be more hype on the Jets' future than I am on the Patriots' future right now. Um, it's just not going to be this year for the Jets. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This Father's Day, shop at the Home Depot to find the perfect gift to help dad be everything he can be. Because your dad is more than just a dad. He's groundskeeper of the yard, the perfecter of the patio, and the cleaner of the clippings. He's the weed-fighting, hedge-trimming, leaf-blowing lord of the lawn. He sees the job, and he gets it done. Because your dad is a doer. So show him you appreciate everything he does with the tools he needs to power up his landscaping game. This Father's Day, give him the convenience and gas-like power of innovative and durable Milwaukee cordless outdoor tools from the Home Depot. Plus, get up to $150 off select Milwaukee tools. For everything Dad does, everything he is, and everything he can be, find the perfect Father's Day gift at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Shop for Father's Day now in stores or online at homedepot.com. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, save on select steel battery tools. Right now, save $50 on the FSA 57 battery trimmer set. Real steel. Find yours at steeldealers.com. With AK-10 battery and AL-101 charger, offer valid for limited time only while supplies last. See participating dealer for details. Matt, now, now, now what's your point? <laughs> yeah, I, I, just, I just, I think Bills are my Super Bowl pick, whatever. I think the most important thing that didn't happen in the AFC East is, I know, I know they that was great wide receiver draft, and it was a second round pick with Saquon Thornton by the Patriots. But when you have a rookie quarterback who struggled down the stretch last year, he had a really good like first 10 games, last seven games, really struggled, and then he struggled in the playoffs. The fact that you're not doing everything to surround him with wide receiver talent is really criminal. It's it's like it's Belichick has just, just this blind spot with wide receivers because he had Tom Brady for so long who could make a lacrosse yeah. player into an all-pro. So the, well, the fact, like it's it's, I think Mac Jones is going to struggle next year, and I agree with Kyle that Miami's going to leapfrog um, New England in the division. I I don't think New England falls as bad as like the Jets, but I don't think New England finishes above five hundred, and I don't think they make the playoffs. This is the good thing about being a dynasty owner. You remember the scars that were put onto you by former highly hyped rookies. You may forget. The Patriots did try and take a wide receiver not too long ago <laughs> in the first round. Nikhil Harry did not turn out too well for them. He's currently looking for a way out of there. Uh, I think that what they've proven over the years. Yeah, 12 is, catches last year. Yeah, oh man, bad, bad, bad. <laughs> but I think the New England's proven that, like, look, we can't really scout skill players. We'll take them from other teams on good deals, which is what they do at all positions. But then on top of that, like, you look at the guys they drafted. I think they draft guys. They don't really care about the the experts' opinions and the projections. They want a guy who they know he can do this thing. 
he can do this for sure. He can do this. And if we put him in this position, he can be very good at it and his holes won't be seen. That is literally how they have like built a sustaining dynasty around Tom Brady. Mm -hmm. So that gives me pause when I'm like, oh yeah, they're going to be the worst in the division. That it's like when you talk about they're building something, new England is the one that low, low key is like, all right, in a, Two years, two off seasons, they snag some more free agents. Are we looking at a really competitive mm-hmm. team? Logic says, though, Bills, Dolphins, Jets, Patriots. If we're going off of off season, it's hard to, to, in my opinion, to go any other way. Logic don't say the Jets are above anybody. The logic say the, the Jets, Jets off season was verifiably nuts, crazy. Right, right, right. But I gotta but see the Jets. A lot, yeah, a lot the of youth. Jets. I, I will say a lot of youth. Yeah, but. and I, well, I'm not going to give the Jets the benefit of the doubt until I see the Jets do it. That's what, <laughs> yes. yeah, that's what they they, they got to prove it to me first. There. But for, for for the point that you just made, that last point, that system point of the Patriots, is why I'm not doubting them. Like yeah. I love the move that the, the moves that the Dolphins made, but I don't think the hierarchy in the AFC East changes. I don't. The Bills obviously given mm. number one. I'm keeping the Patriots number two. Dolphins a very close three. Jets, however distant four, you want to make them. But when I look at the, the Dolphins and the Patriots, the Dolphins still have a lot of prove it to me in them. Now a brand new head coach after getting rid of one of the most successful coaches who's beaten the only coach to be able to beat the team who's been running your division for the last 20 years. He's the only one to, to beat them in Brian Flores. So you have you get rid of him. You have a new coach coming in. You have all these weapons, but you look at uh, uh, the offense of the Dolphins and the only question mark is their quarterback. Like if if he can do it, the offense seems like it can fire on all cylinders. And the only question I got is the person who's supposed to run it. Like that's that's my biggest question mark is if he can use the weapons at his disposal. So I got a lot of prove it for the Dolphins. And when I look at the Patriots, no, Matt, they didn't put a lot of attention in the wide receiver position because they never do. Because they have a system to where I need a guy, like Jake said, to do X, Y, and Z. I don't care if he can catch the ball in between three defenders. Can he do what I need him to do here? And if I get every player in that system, the system starts to go again. And we talked about it last year. The Patriots are operating ahead of schedule. Like everyone picked them to do exactly what you just picked them to do again this year. Struggle and miss the playoffs. And they were the number two seed in the division at one point. Or number two seed in the conference at one point. Like I know Mac Jones struggled. But yes, he came back down to earth a little bit. They're still operating ahead of schedule. They've still found things, great things in their team that they didn't expect to see. And you give Bill Belichick a head start in a race and that gets scary. So I, I think that Mac Jones is a very cerebral quarterback. He's a very smart quarterback. I think he learned from a lot of the mistakes that he went through through the back half of the season. I think he looks better. And I think that maybe it's very close. Maybe they're separated by a game or two. It comes down to the last week of the season. But I see the Patriots staying at number two and the Dolphins staying at number three. Until I see Tua hit Tyreek Hill 30 <laughs> yards down the field in stride, I do not believe the Dolphins. I have to see it. I, I really do. That's fair. That's fair enough. That's just that's my point. All right. We're going to ride out with that. We're almost out of time for this episode of Straight Facts, but we can get some shots about the buzzer as we always do. Who's got a shot at the buzzer to ride out? I got a shout out Liverpool Football do Club. <clears throat> Champions League final is not this weekend. It's next weekend. Uh, last Sunday, they won the FA Cup. So there's four major trophies. They've won two of them. Uh, this Sunday, they have a shot to win the Premier League. They need a win and a Man City loss or draw. And what's really cool about this is that not only were they down 14 points two months ago, 
but the player that what they need the team that Man City's playing is Aston Villa and their manager is Steven Gerrard who is a Liverpool legend who famously never won the Premier League so Steven Gerrard can finally win the Premier League for Liverpool by getting a draw against Manchester City on the last day of the season which would be really cool what a yay, name soccer I mean, that's actually kind of surprising not that I'm like a big soccer fan but that's a name yeah. that I know I'm surprised yeah, that right. he's, like, <laughs> he he's got to be some important. sort of good if I know yeah. him. So. He must be surprising. Oh, it's funny. Kyle J, you got something to say at the buzzer? Yeah. Uh, I might just give a little teaser to uh, something uh-huh. we've been thinking about at Straight Facts, and that's we know the NBA draft lottery happened. Um, and I know we've been talking about what we want to do about that. There's going to be something coming in some kind of form, but I just want to make my stand. And there's I've been saying Jabari Smith is the number one overall pick. He's the best prospect in the draft. And there is no better fit among these teams than the Orlando Magic. And if I'm the Orlando Magic, I won the lottery. I'm hype about that. But I'm keying in on one person, and that's Jabari Smith. And I'm just going to put that out there now. I think he's the best prospect, and I think of all the top prospects, he has the brightest future. And that fit just makes so much sense to me. I I was excited for Orlando fans. I do like him and Paolo. I'm afraid Orlando's going to bite the bullet of reuniting him and Jalen Suggs. I'm I'm afraid they're going to do it. Uh, I'm afraid. I, oh, Chet, I'm sorry, Chet Homer and, and James. I know what you right. mean. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I uh, that that's okay. I'll piggyback off that because I was going to talk about my allergies, but we hit that in the top. Uh, <laughs> I am very down compared to the average person on Jabari Smith, so I it, cannot wait until we talk about this. Because I'm look, I'm a, I'm open to. He's obviously got a great jump shot, which we'll talk about. 6'10 guy relying on jumper can go one of two ways. Either you're Jason Tatum or you're Kristaps Porzingis. So, uh, and Tatum's a little smaller than that. But we'll talk about it. Uh, love this time of year. NBA draft, NBA yeah, finals. Too. NBA does their offseason, I think, better than just about anyone. Maybe you could say them in the NFL. Better than any other sport. It's tough. It goes back and forth each year. Um, I got to say the buzzer. Two things. One, first one's really quick. Shout out to the U.S. Women's National Team for coming to a new collective bargaining agreement with um, U.S. Soccer to guarantee equal pay. Um, That's been a a fight women in sports have had for a long time. And I will be honest and say that there aren't too many leagues where I see it logically. Like for the NBA and WNBA, the NBA just makes you know so much more money. It's so much bigger. For U.S. Soccer. That has been the best team in the world for like the last decade. And the men's team has been trash. If there is any place where the women deserve just as much, if not more money than the men, it's U.S. soccer. So I'm glad they got their just due. Um, And now it's time for me to address the pest that is Patrick Beverly. Because (laughs) like I, I cannot believe this little Pat Bev victory tour that he's getting to go on for ESPN. Um, so here's here's my formal as the Chris Paul stand in the northeastern northeastern corridor. I give my Pat Bev take. First of all, I want people to realize the only part that I'm annoyed of with Pat Bev's little media rant is the part about Chris Paul. When you watch the rest of his takes, he actually is very insightful in the NBA. You can tell he's a real smart NBA player. He knows what's going on, which makes his Chris Paul hate even that much more infuriating because it's all hate. It's all emotional Literal. bias. And it's not logical at all if you look at where Patrick Beverly the kind of player he is in his career and the kind of player Chris Paul isn't going to be remembered by in his career I think we can obviously see the different tiers and different stratospheres that they're in so for you two like it's real easy to kick a man when he's down to be that little 
peanut gallery in the corner. And finally, when the dude that you've been waiting on the trip finally trips, go over and tick him in the leg and throw dirt on him a little bit. It's really easy to do that when you're not the person who stopped him, the person who had to get in his way. You're just a hey, 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 you fell kind of person in the back. That's what Patrick Beverly sounds like to me right now. And all I think Pat Beverly did when he got on TV is played his character well again. Because that's, that's what Pat Bev does, is he makes things bigger than it is. Pat Beverly gets a steal on the court, he makes it bigger than it is. Pat Beverly gets a foul call on the court, he makes it bigger than it is. Pat Beverly wins a play-in game, and he cries to his mama and makes it bigger than it is. So all he did was go on TV and make this Chris Paul situation bigger than it is, and people ate it up like it's a shady maple breakfast. And I can't believe that they did that for those two days. So I'm glad that it's starting to come back down a little bit. People are realizing that it's just hate. But all Pat Bev did, y'all, was make a mountain out of a molehill on TV. Good for him. Good for ESPN, because that's all they wanted. But Pat Bev spoke nothing but hate when it came to Chris Paul, and everybody ate it up. And I'm so ashamed. He's such a loser. He is a loser. Like, you can't cry on national TV after barely making the playoffs, getting scraped up, kicked out of the playoffs. You don't say anything for the entire series. It does make me mad because it's like you're such a pest. He's a pest. And did you hear the explanation of the Chris Paul hate? Of what where it started way back when he was like a teenager. Because, because I went to I went to the LeBron James camp. I went to the, the camp, USA camp, and I beat him in high school. No. What? He's he sounds he sounds like that's that's like a village a villain origin story. Right. Like like when, when you look back once. and it goes through him, him yeah, him and him and Chris Paul in the orphanage, Chris Paul threw him down and kicked dirt on him. So now his lifelong plan is to get revenge for him in the NBA. So you're gonna bring up that beating him in high school when the last time y'all were matched up, Chris Paul gave you forty one in the playoffs. Like wait, wait, you don't want to talk about that? You wanna talk about high school when you were seventeen. I wanna talk about your professional job. Where he, where he suns you when you guys match up. Uh, you know what? I'm glad Pat Bev. I'm glad Pat Bev has carved out a spot for him in the media because he, ne- he needs to prepare for when the league don't want him in a couple of years. So I'm, I'm glad he's doing that. I'm glad he's he getting that off. But I'm, I'm getting off my soapbox. I'm done. That's the end of my rant. It's been a good episode of Straight Facts. Shout out to everyone on the Up On Game Network. Shout out to my guys who listen to me. Just get all that stuff off my chest just now. Jake Galley, Kyle Sirk, Statman Robinson. I'm James Jackson. These have been the facts. Straight up. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. 
From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.